Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, minus Bradley, plus Elizabeth Reese. Hey, gang. Thank you for being here. I'm so happy to be here. It's nice to fill in. Bradley's enjoying a little vacay time. Yes, he is. Just living his best life. He loves cruises. And if you don't follow him on Instagram, uh, if you're, I don't get jealous about people's vacations. Mm-hmm. Not, I'm not trying to like virtue signal here. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm always really happy when I see vacation pictures. So if you're, if you want to check out what he's seeing, you can find him on Instagram. It is yeah. a good reminder to just yeah. stop and soak it up. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And to book a vacation during winter yes. in Minnesota, it's essential. It is. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Even I found doing a couple shorter getaways. Yes. Because I, you know, I have three kids. And so sometimes a long trip is just like not attainable. Yeah. So if I can do a couple long weekends, I was just texting with my girlfriends in California. We're going to do a little trip at the beginning of February together. Yes. And then um, we're going to go do a little spring break trip with my children and my husband, too. But I don't know. Just a little break. Yes. And you have something to look forward to. Yeah. Yeah. And then it just breaks it up a little bit. You're not in the doldrums. True. But listen, this winter, it's barely started. Winter has barely started. There's no snow. And, you know, we have a backyard ice rink. So we are actually kind of hoping... Like, we want it to get cold. My yeah. husband wants to fill the rink. We want to get things going. Oh, my gosh. You legitimately have a backyard ice rink. Yeah. I thought you just meant that it was like a <laughs> kind of a sloping backyard no. that fills with no. with a lot of water. We have boards freaks- up, and then we wait <laughs> until it gets cold enough to fill it and flood it. And oh, then okay. the neighbor kids come over and skate, and it's a really fun thing. What about Norma Rockwell over here? Can you even stand it? We wow. even have lights. We have a bonfire pit, so we'll light up the bonfire right next to it when everybody's skating. We'll do like popcorn and cocoa. I know it's really quite <gasps> nice. We use our porch as a warming house. It's very fun. Oh my gosh. Wow. Mm-hmm. Listen, you gotta love it. If you're gonna live here, you might as well embrace it and enjoy it. And my husband's a hockey guy, so he he oh, loves this, this stuff. Is awesome. You know, yeah. he's like, this is this is like the thing that he would have loved to have as a kid. And now he is living it as an adult. And your kids have little ice skates. They have little tiny ice skates. What about the littlest? Yeah, he he's probably like, um, this driving. is going to be his first year on skates. He's three. This will be his first year actually getting out there on the ice skates and we'll have he'll have a little bucket and you know and oh. he'll like hold on to the bucket oh is that what you do yeah just like an upside down five gallon home depot bucket or whatever really? and then he'll have it and he can use that to kind of guide around um because the last couple of years he's just been skating like with my husband holding him and and know. he wants to get down and do it well, he will this year. Yeah. Yeah. He'll love it. This is fascinating to me because we don't have that where I'm from. I'm basically from the South. I know. You know, so mm-hmm. we didn't really have hockey. Right. And so the hockey culture up here, I'm like, ooh, it's like a different country. But or even the hockey in culture Minnesota. in Minnesota versus like Wisconsin, which is Wisconsin different. still has the same temperatures, mm-hmm. but just not as much the hockey culture. I mean, okay. I remember when I lived in, I, I worked in Green Bay for a few years mm-hmm. and I went to school in Madison. Mm-hmm. And I remember finding it so funny, especially when I lived in Green Bay, that not every high school had an ice rink attached to it. Like not every yeah. community center had an ice rink. I mean, that's, that is a given here. Okay. Yes, you know, that's it just is. like, you're right. Like I grew up in Apple Valley. There's an ice, there's a community center one. There's the Apple Valley high school. one. I mean, it was just, you didn't even think about it. There were always a ton of places to skate and then so many outdoor neighborhood rinks Mm. i mean i live three miles from the station and i pass like three 
on my, my way. I mean, there's all like the parks are all managed to be neighborhood rinks. Like that just isn't as common other places. That's that's why when no. they call it the state of hockey, they're not overstating it. Oh my god! When I covered sports in Wisconsin, the girls hockey team in the town that I was covering literally had seven communities as part of it. It was like Portage, Partyville, Baraboo, Reedsburg, Lake Delton, like all of those soccer all oh, together. Wow. So I was just north of Madison. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, those teams had to bring communities from all around just to get enough numbers. But in to Minnesota, actually have it. totally different. Exactly. Completely Although different. I have heard some of the programs have combined a little bit, like Apple Valley and Burnsville, sure. I think, are playing together, which okay. I find to be sort of traumatizing. <laughs> You know, because like that would have been that was like a rivalry when I was in high school. So it's like that's sick and wrong. Well, do you think that? um, So, so you feel like in those communities, not as many kids are playing now. I'm assuming that's the reason why they're combining. Yeah. What is the reason? You think it's too expensive? It's expensive. It's time consuming. I think they've sort of listen. I mean, I don't want to speak for everybody, but all the hockey moms out there are probably like nodding, like. It has become, because so much of these kids' sports have become like a business for a lot of people, yeah. so then there's different, um, there's different like teams and leagues that yes. kids can play in, and they'll get like recruited to play for these different leagues, which in some ways is great, and in some ways it's really tough. And then if you're like my husband, who's he's like an old school guy, he just it makes him, he doesn't love it, because oh, yeah. he likes... You know, he liked as a kid being able to play multiple sports and not having to always, sure. you know, like your success wasn't determined by the fact that you did all these private lessons and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so, yeah, it gets yeah, yeah. very, it gets very tricky. I'm probably that, wading into some hot water even oh, talking no, no, no. about this. But I know that baseball is the same way because Colleen talks about yes. that. I mean, it consumes your life, really. I know. And, and I think that's hard for a lot of parents. And it's yeah. hard for like... The I don't know. It's hard for the kids, and it, when you have to commit to one thing so yeah. early, and then your whole life revolves around it. Mm-hmm. We have a six-year-old who's in hockey, and he, but he's a mini mite, so he's just you know, he's so cute <laughs> out there. I mean, and he, it's so easy. It's it, it's a you know November to. I don't know, February season and it's it's Saturdays and Sundays, but it's only an hour. Like it's not a huge yeah. deal. I mean, yeah. when I hear about other people's hockey schedules and then like what they're paying for these summer clinics and all this stuff, I have to like deep breathe because yeah. I just think, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. You know, sure. just like a lot of things. We've taken the fun out of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We... Well, as you mentioned, you know, really it comes down to businesses like adults are having businesses Yes, around these sports. And then I think there are sometimes, you know, there's like a percentage. I mean, you can talk about this with bad behavior with parents all the time. Like there's a percentage of parents that really want to live vicariously through their children. And Mm -hmm. so if they didn't achieve whatever they wanted to achieve, Mm -hmm. then it's we I want my kid to do this. And that is called not working through your own stuff, guys. Yeah. <laughs> this is why you should be prescribed a therapist at birth. <laughs> yeah, so true. Like, What's the why stuff? can't we just make that a yes. part of like right? school? <laughs> you know? I know. Yeah. I know. Because wow. that that can maybe help you. Like not put all this pressure on your kids. Fascinating. Yes. Yeah. It really uh it can get crazy. My brother in law, I love to I love just saying this just because It was really a funny thing to us that he got kicked out of his son's, my nephew's basketball game. No, he was that guy. Did he learn a lesson? Did he change? He was mortified. (gasps) And it, but it is still, I mean, 
luckily his son didn't really know what was going on. Yeah. Because he was like seven. But we're like, oh, my God, this just happened. And then we would not let it go anyway. I always like to bring that up. Yeah. During the holidays. No, (laughs) I'm glad that he learned, though, because some guys don't really don't learn. And some Mm -hmm. moms. I mean, it's not just men. I I mean, we all I always hear about, you know, like friends who have her on their kids are on certain teams and they'll be like, "Okay, there's this one mom. And she's screaming at everyone all the time. I mean, this used to happen when I was in high school. This is not a new thing. We had some girls who were so good at basketball and their parents pushed them from a small age. But the dad was just like nuts. Yeah. And then my one of my best friends, uh, that was the same way with tennis where there's so much pressure. Yeah. But then they ended up hating tennis for sure. I mean, they had camps with Andre Agassi when they were a kid and like. Their parents were on the cover of Tennis Magazine because they were like tennis stars in in the 80s. Like, you know, did you go to school with Venus and Serena? (laughs) No, (laughs) but it sounds like that. But, you know, there are all kinds of like levels of, you know, tennis out there. So anyway, yeah, I didn't really get pushed to do that kind of stuff. My mom was always like, "Uh, what do your grades look like? Because you're not doing a play if we don't get, you know what I mean? Like it was really, really hardcore focus on my work first. And then if. If things are good, then you can do. Well, I can't imagine pushing my kids to do anything. Yeah. I think like, and maybe that, maybe I'll be too lax on them, but I yeah, just, I, yeah, I mean, that's okay. I think it's good. It. I just don't, I think you can do more harm with pushing them too hard oh. than you can do by not pushing them enough by just encouraging them to be their own person. And I just don't define success. I, I, I don't know. I, it's not like to me, you have to be a doctor or a lawyer or something, or you have to have straight A's or you have to go to Mm -hmm. Ivy league. Like I want my, my dad would always say to us, you need to figure out what you love Mm -hmm. and then figure out a way to make some money at it. That's such a, that's very simple. The best advice. It was just figure out what you love. What do you love about life? What do you love to do? What's your gift? What do you do? And then figure out a way to make some money at it. And it doesn't have to be like, figure out a way to make all the money. Just like, Figure out a way to make some money so you can live your life. It's that is so true. Yeah. And they'll probably grow up a lot happier and less stressed. So keep doing it that way, Elizabeth. I don't know, guys. I also yell at them on occasion. I'm not mother number one. (laughs) Let me just be very clear about that. Oh, no. Uh, We have to talk about your backyard chickens because (sighs) we just were talking about the ice rink. And I was thinking about when I didn't know you had an actual rink, I was thinking about the chicken sliding around out there. So <laughs> let's talk about that. Coming up next with a uh, special guest, Elizabeth Reese. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Minus Bradley plus Elizabeth Reese today. Hey, Happy gang. Friday, everybody. Oh, my gosh. It feels great. It's fun to be here. I'm gearing up for Twin Cities Live this afternoon and then a nice weekend. But I'm happy to be able to spend some time with you guys. Good deal. Yes, we love to have you. Okay. Um, people might not know out there, but Elizabeth has chickens in the yeah. city. And I love her for that. Thank you. Thank you. I've been a long time backyard chicken owner. Lady. I've had chickens for probably, I know, I'm a crazy <laughs> chicken, chicken lady. lady. <laughs> I've had chickens for, I think, I think like 12 years now. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's been a really long time. For sure, 10. Um, we had them at our former house in Minneapolis. And then um, my husband built a new coop when we moved to our current house, which we've been in for five years. So it's been a long it's been time. five years? Since oh I gosh. moved, yeah. Wow. I've been here longer than I thought. I know. Seven, yeah. That's what happens. (laughs) Time marches on. Um, So I'm a real backyard chicken enthusiast, and I think the thing that I get asked the most about in life is chickens. Uh, Really? 
And then also, like, is Steve Patterson really that funny? Is he always oh that God. funny? And then they're like, oh, my gosh, how do you sit next to Ben Lieber? He's so cute. That's what they always say. <laughs> Those are the things that I get asked about. Oh Chickens, is Steve funny? Is Ben handsome? That's, that's it. <laughs> And all of the above. Yes. Handsome, funny, charming, and the chickens are the best. <laughs> no, celebrities, there are some out there that have chickens. So here's the thing. I love talking about my backyard chickens, but I know my audience here at My Talk 1071, and I know that I've got to tie it to a celebrity. So it turns out there are many celebrities who also have chicken coops at their home. Would you like me to give you some examples? Yes, please. Here we go. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Oh, I think I did. Yes. They gave a tour of their chicken coop during their March 2021 CBS Tell All interview. Um, they added a home for their rescued chickens in Archie's Chick Inn. Because oh. <laughs> that's their son's name. And then it's Chick Inn. <laughs> rescued. And she just loves rescuing animals. Rescue? Um, okay. I don't know if you have like to who? rescue the chick. I mean, people do get rid of their chickens, so maybe she takes some in okay. or something. But having chickens is the best. My sister started with chickens because somebody left a chicken on their porch. And then it was just, now I have chickens. And I know I love hearing about your sister's chickens. It turned into a rooster. Mm. So they left a rooster on her porch. That's rude. You can't do that. They needed to get rid of it because yeah. they already had a rooster. And you know what happens you, when you have two. Fighting. There's. Yeah, C-O-C-K. Yeah. I'm not going to say it, even though it's yeah. appropriate because sure. it's the name of an animal. But it I'm is. still not going to say it on this radio station. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so here's some more. Yeah. Let's see. Um, oh, yeah, this is a good one. Amanda Seyfried. Oh. She has backyard chickens. Um, she wrote on Instagram, meet our ladies. Oh. And she even named one of them Regina George. <laughs> That is amazing. I know. After Rachel McAdams' character in Mean Girls, uh, she said, Regina loves long walks, dehydrated bugs, and kale. Regina hates dot, 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 carbs. (laughs) (laughs) She got chickens in November of 2017. So listen, I can't confirm that these people still have them because some people are fair weather chicken people. Yeah. um, But I love to have them. That's why Meghan Markle comes in and says, I'll take them. Yeah. Regina George did die of natural causes in April of 2018. Here's a fun fact for you guys. Chickens are fickle little creatures. They die all the time. Yep. Yep. It's very annoying because you're like, okay, yeah, I love them. And it's they're fun to have around. But they really I've I got had one. I mean, I've had them eaten by hawks and raccoons and then they sometimes just die i mean it's oh, like yeah. they sometimes just keel over one just sure. i just had one just die yeah her name was lucy and i was i couldn't believe it she was super she was walking around the yard completely fine I say hi to all of them i put them in in their coop i lock them up for the night and yeah. then in the next morning she's dead in the nesting box i couldn't believe it it was so bizarre how old was she uh, not old like okay. seven months no yeah. No signs of illness. Oh, this is, yes, my sister goes through this all the time. All the time. Yeah. I know. And so then people who aren't chicken owners, when you tell them I lost a chicken, they're like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. But it's not like a dog. You're like, it's fine. It's just a chicken. It's actually probably a really good lesson for your kids. It's a really good lesson. Because they learn. Yeah things and they that. learn where your food comes from yeah it's the best and they love to go get their eggs oh, hillary duff also oh. has chickens uh she and her husband they have a chicken coop she says we go out in the morning and give them fruit and stuff there you go she says they've really enjoyed eating farm fresh eggs since they added the coop 
to their backyard. She said oh, this during a January 2023 appearance on Live with Kelly and Ryan. And then she said some of them give us blue eggs and pink eggs. Yes. And it's so much fun. So that's that's it. And they have it in the backyard. Oh. They have a really great looking little coop, too. Uh-oh. Coop Envy over here. I know. Hillary Duff's coop. Oh, and I love fancy chickens. Yeah. Oh, man. Christina Hawk from Flipper Flop. Oh, they yes. Have Christina in the country. Now, they that have... kind of makes more uh, That makes sense yeah. to me. Yeah. They have chickens. I don't know them. Um, the people from Little People Big World, Zach oh. and Tori Roloff. Yeah. They have chickens. <laughs> Chip and Joanna Gaines. Of I don't course. think anyone's surprised by that. Yeah, they probably sell their eggs for like 125 bucks a piece. Sophia cause... Bush. Oh. Chickens. She got them during, um, she got two chicks in July of 2020. So I don't know if they're still alive. And you know what? Two is, two is not a great idea, guys. Oh. Don't just get two because when one dies, you only mm-hmm. have one left and chickens can't live without a flock. Oh, then they bond they're... to you. They're very nervous if the, they're by themselves. It's really terrible. If anyone tells you I just have one chicken, yeah. that's why your sister had to get more chickens. You cannot have oh, one yeah. chicken on its own. No, and and that was fine for her because then she was excited about going to buy chickens. Jennifer Garner, Tori Spelling, Julia Roberts, Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Guys, the, oh. the Lady Gaga, Nicole Richie. Oh my gosh, wow. I'm in good company. Wow, that is so cool. Okay, I need to get your stance on the new relationship between Andrew Shu and Marilee Feibig. The exes of AJ, or I'm sorry, teaching entertainment. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Dakota Dental, the best place in town to bring your smile. How do I know that? Well, because I'm a patient and I have been for the last few years and I love the experience start to finish that I've had at Dakota Dental and you and your whole family will too. They make it so easy to get it and be seen by some of the best dentists in the Twin Cities. They've got appointments available at times that work with your schedule. I know the end of the year seems like it's right around the corner because it is. But here's the thing. They have appointments available before the end of the year, which is great because not only do you want to get it off your list, but it's also a great time to put to use the last of your 2023 benefits. So go ahead and do that. Head to dakotadental.com, give them a call, make an appointment, get on the calendar. Even if you want to get the the appointment in for the new year, whatever works best for you will work at the best dentist in the Twin Cities. Head to dakotadental.com today. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, the adventures of Bradley and Dawn, minus Bradley plus Elizabeth. And of course, Mike is here. You're running Mike, around like ooh, a maniac. Mike, yeah. can you please just make fun of me, please? Because okay. we, people need to know what a dingbat I am. <laughs> I'll just say last time uh, last time we had, you know, Bradley was, oh, it wasn't last time, it was earlier on this week or maybe last week, you were like, hey, do me a favor. Whenever I go ahead and tease the wrong segment or I bring us back from break and yeah. we're talking about the wrong thing, make fun of me as much as possible. <laughs> yeah. Now, when you were doing it last time, we were going into break, I didn't have time. So, Dawn, we are not going to be uh, chatting about that newest relationship. We're actually going to do a little food porn. Yes, we are. Let's get into food porn. <laughs> some things at Trader Joe's. First, we're going to try something savory, and then we're going to have some ice cream. All okay? right, this is good. No one asked me if I have any dietary restrictions, but oh lucky for you, I do not, so I am ready. <laughs> okay, first, 
Okay. We're going to do onion chips. People are so obsessed with Trader Joe's. Like on social media, doing a Trader Joe's haul is a real popular thing. Oh, yeah. Do you ever see this? No. Hi, Mike. Oh, a haul. A like haul. we're hauling things. Like an H A U L. Okay. Mike, do you want to try some the of these? Onion chips. See, this is too much to do at one time, and I should have thought about that. What do you mean? How many things do you have? You have four well, things? We're going to do four things. So, onion chips, it? just take that. Do I oh, eat it now? And give her a little too. Yeah. Eat the onion, onion chip. Okay. And we'll try that. This is from Trader Joe's. Crispy onion chips. Oh, ma'am. The process used to create these very crispy onion chips maintains all of the flavor and provides an irresistible snack that makes you want to keep munching. <gasps> sort of like French onion dip in a cracker. Munching is one of the worst words. Absolutely Munch. true. Oh, that's true. No. That's true. Okay. Um, that's like, you know, the um the old Dutch French onion dip. Oh. In a and it's in a chip. Can you imagine if you dipped that in the French onion dip? Oh my gosh. Don't make out with anyone for like three days after this, but it is real, real good. Yeah, I'm not going to thank you because I'm about to go on my honeymoon tomorrow. So having (laughs) these will probably last for at least half of that trip. But um, these are incredible. They're incredible. I I really like these. What's in them? Can Um, I read them? I like to read ingredients. She she does. Ingredients. This is why I went to Trader Joe's because you were coming. (laughs) Onions. Rice, bran, oil, and salt. No way! That's it. That's it? Wow. Holy Hannah! I am Trader sh- Joe's crispy onion chips. Oh, I'm here for this. I also think these would be good as like the topping of some sort of hot dish. Hey, mm-hmm. crumble them up mm-hmm. on there or something. So I found them in the snack next to the, all the trail mix. Excuse me. Yeah, this is good. Mm-hmm. Good job, Dawn. Mm-hmm. Now, the next thing... Me likey. Close it up, though, because it's going to make an aroma in this studio. (laughs) Oh, God. Lori and Julie are going to be mad. They're going to get upset. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, so I bought these purely because the title says Inner Peas. Oh, yeah. And I think it's a play on Inner Peace. I think you're right, Don. (laughs) (laughs) What an astute observation, Don McLean. (laughs) Wait, but I want to tell you that I just realized that. As I said it out loud, because when I bought it, I was like, what do you mean inner peas? Like oh just the pea pod? Don, this is too just good. Just the little pea, but not the pod? And it says Trader Joe's contemplates inner peas. Oh. Gets what it says. Do oh, you see that? That's yeah. the name of it. It's like, this is our contemplates um, yeah. line. And I'm like, contemplates, whatever. These are a delicately crunchy baked green pea snack. These are, um, this is the Trader Joe's version of those like snappy peas. My kids, everybody oh, eats yeah. these if you have kids. Um, oh, I love them. These are good. Yeah. They're crunchy. Do you want me to tell you the ingredients? Mm-hmm. Dried green peas. Mm-hmm. Vegetable oil. Now that I'm not a big fan of, but oh, here we are. Yeah. Rice meal, salt, calcium carbonate, oh. and rosemary oleos resin. And that oh. says to preserve. It's going to let you know why that's in there. I love their explanation. Like they have to apologize for it. <laughs> Purists will eat them right out of the bag. They also pair well with a creamy dip or crumbled atop a garden salad. Devoted snackers of all ages will enjoy and be rewarded with tasty green pea bliss. Remember, oh. practice makes perfect. I love how oh, marketers need to, to give say. you like a life lesson on the package of every <laughs> yes. food. Okay, so that is, um, those are pretty good. I really, 
I think Those that I like the onion chips better, though. Oh, Me by too. far. Yeah. So um, what do you think, Mike, about the inner peas? Yeah, I've had them before, like uh, um, Elizabeth talked about. Mm-hmm. Like the Harvest Snaps, I think, are the yeah, most popular yeah, one at name. Target. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's, uh, yeah, they're, they're fine. They're, they're fine. They're yeah. sort of like that thing where... People eat them to try to tell themselves that they're not eating chips. Exactly. They're eating some sort of vegetable crisp. Yeah. They're certainly far superior to the veggie straw. The veggie oh, yes. straw is offensively bland. That is gross. I have some in my cabinet right gross. now. And I'm like, why did I buy these? Terrible. Also we- was in the middle of eating a veggie straw once. And I'm thinking, man, this is interesting how veggies you know, can actually taste this much like a potato chip. And then you read it and it's, it's 100% potatoes. It's, and it's not... <laughs> It's, it's not even they're close just, to a veggie. They're greasy nothingness. Yeah. They have no flavor whatsoever. Yeah. They ruin vegetables. It's really <laughs> terrible. And it's just toted as like the rice cake was very healthy for you. Oh, sure. Oh, boy, the rice cake. Oh, boy. They went through a real ups and downs coaster, of it? the rice cake. Man, they had a real peak. And then people realized after they gained lots of weight after slathering peanut butter on them. Right. I'm For kids, it's fine, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I think a rice cake is maybe like a blood sugar spike, but I'm no dietitian. Just doesn't seem great to me. <laughs> okay, <laughs> now know. we're going to try okay. Trader Joe's gingerbread ice cream. Well, this is fun. Now it's ice cream time. Yeah, see, I gave you onion chips and now ice cream. I love you. Oh my gosh, I'm loving the texture happening here. There's a lot of caramel There's in this. There's caramel and I'm here for it. Oh, this is very fun. Mm? Oh. Okay. Wow. <gasps> wow. Little pieces of gingerbread in there. That's really they good. went heavy on the gingerbread flavor, and I am here Me for it. Me too. That's wonderful. Holy moly, Dawn. Mm. Good choice. <laughs> gingerbread ice cream. What do you think about this, Mike? This is fantastic. Like you said, there's a lot of flavor. It's a big kick, but I do like the little chunks. I like anything, any type of ice cream that has that little something in there for you, and you can kind of like just have that... Uh, piece of gingerbread sit on your tongue a little bit and it just mm-hmm. kind of melts the flavor in there. <laughs> He's so good at this. He could be on the food network. I know you really describe it beautifully. It's I don't so think you could put it or pair it with like it would be too much if you put it on apple pie though just because yeah. it has so much flavor on its own. I think it just needs nothing really. This is better than a gingerbread cookie. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really good, but Imagine like an ice cream sandwich with two gingerbread <gasps> cookies and then this. Could you just die with happiness? Oh my gosh. I might just have like, I don't know, have to have a little nap after. It would be so good. <laughs> I remember ginger snaps. Ginger snaps were the only cookie that my dad would ever make when I was growing Aww. up. Like he never baked anything except for ginger snaps and I hated them. I thought they were terrible and useless. And now I just love anything ginger. Like a Me gingery too. baked good is so good. I just got some crystallized ginger there just because there's a cheesecake dessert I make with it. That's like, oh, it's so good. Okay. This is top 10. That's real, real good. Okay. Top 10. Yes. Okay. We're going to have to give a score of all of them after that. Uh, this. So keep it in mind. This is, this is a mystery non-dairy Ice cream. Okay. Okay. So I need you guys to try to describe what you think you're eating here. It's really holding its shape, uh-huh. which is what I'm first <laughs> noticing because the gingerbread ice cream you gave me mm. is melty. And then this one, which you gave me before you gave me the gingerbread icing ice cream, is not melty. Mike, it's, what do you, what flavor do you taste there? What do you taste? Just, just getting in there. Hold on a second. Mm. Had to clear, cleanse the palate. Oh, yeah, there's okay. something weird and gummy in there. Yeah, I don't like the weird and gummy thing. I'm dealing with that right now. Oh, the texture of it. Mm-mm. 
This is Trader Joe's, so don't be too afraid. This is green tea something, isn't it? It is tea, but it's black tea. It's gross. <laughs> Let me read you the full title. It's gross. Is that like a boba tea thing in there? Yeah, yeah it's good. Boba. It's weird bubbles. Boba. What else do you taste? Black tea. Sadness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And it like... um. Oh, it feels gross in my yeah. throat, which I'm sorry I just said that, but it just does. It just feels gross. This, I should have given you the gingerbread for a second. Yeah, we don't want this to be the last uh, I have thing. one oh. more bite of the gingerbread. I'm going to eat that to cleanse my palate. Yeah, well, I'll go get that oh. from the freezer next, but I want to read you the full title because it's so long. Okay, this is Trader Joe's Black Tea and Boba Coconut Non-Dairy Frozen Dessert with tapioca pearls. Yeah. Oh. You I don't know, even taste the coconut. I like at all. a coconut milk ice cream. Like I usually don't mind it. I think a, I think a coconut milk ice cream is good. I don't like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't like tea flavored I don't yeah, like, like tea flavored things. No. Ma- I've never met a matcha no. that is worth anything. When Courtney Kardashian says Travis makes the best matcha. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> First of all, no one makes a great matcha. No. It's a weird green dust that is whisked into some sort of non-dairy milk. Like, you're not, not making you a great make one. anything. No. No, it's not like it's they... He makes a great one. No. He makes a great matcha. He makes the best matcha. He makes me my matcha every morning. And I just can't even with the matcha. I'm sorry, matcha lovers. Mm-mm. And when they do it on Bake Off and they put matcha in things, I'm like, well, you're going to go home because <laughs> Paul Hollywood doesn't like matcha. <laughs> Actually, somebody stuck around that did matcha, but they came in third place. But it's, okay, yeah, I I like tea when it's drinking tea. I don't want tea flavored anything. No, not really. No, no. no. I like uh, herbal tea flavored things, but those are just usually flowers that or I'm, fruit. Yeah, yeah, fruit. doesn't even count. So, okay, so on a scale of let's start with this gross um, non dairy frozen dessert first. On a scale of, what do we do, one to ten? One to five. One to five. Zero. Zero! That's, our, that's a first. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've ever had a zero. <laughs> I'm I'll so say, glad I have one more bite of the gingerbread. I'm cleansing my palate. Yeah. Um. I will say, um. I'll give it a 1.5. 0. 0.6. I don't like the gummy thing. Oh, yeah. I don't, you don't like, like that at all. I don't want tapioca that boba pearls. tapioca tapioca pearl. I kind of sometimes like it in it bubble tea. Me. Like, I'm not really a bubble tea person, but... Yeah. I'm I'm okay with boba, but when they're frozen in there, it was very boodle. It's it's shocking because I didn't tell you. That's maybe true. Yeah. Expectations matter. And it's hard. Then it has to thaw, and then it thaws in your mouth, and it's like that's not a <laughs> sensation I want to have. See, that's exactly okay. Mm-hmm. Rapid fire here. What yeah. about gingerbread ice cream? Five. Great. Five. Four point eight. Great. I'll say uh, four point two five. Okay. Um, onion chips. Oh, 3.8 on a scale of chips. Okay. Yeah. 4.25. 4.3. I was right there with you. Yeah. That's Great. fantastic. And then what about the inner piece? <laughs> Basic three for me. Yeah. Two. Yeah. Point bring me inner piece. I'm going to go with 2.5. Mm-hmm. Great. Right well, thanks for trying all the things and reminding me that we're doing this segment. It's really <laughs> fun. Welcome. I was just so excited to get her take on uh, Amy and TJ and their exes getting together. But that is now coming up next. Don McLean for Olivia Weight Control Centers. I have a secret that I'm just going to tell you. I don't even know if I'm supposed to tell you this, but today is the last day that you can sign up for their extended Black Friday sale. That is so good. It's the best offer of the year. It's up to 50% off. 
And it ends today, so definitely call them. Maybe you've been thinking about this for a long time and you think, well, the holidays aren't the ideal time to do this, but I'm telling you, it was so easy to lose weight with Livia. I lost 30 pounds, I kept it off, and I've kept it off for six years. So get ready for the new year, and this is the best offer of the year ending today. So call them, 855-GO-LIVIA. Go to Livia.com. You will see... All kinds of recipes on there for the holidays that are just great substitutes for things you probably already make. And you can't even tell the difference that it's different most of the time. So call them and say, I heard this from Don McLean. They will give you up to 50% off. Livia.com, 855-GO-LIVIA. Welcome back to the show. Thanks for joining us here on My Talk 1071. I am Dawn. Usually there's a guy named Bradley here with me, but he is on a cruise right now. But we're lucky to have Elizabeth Reese from Twin Cities Live. Hey, friends. In the studio with us. You can catch that today. Three o'clock. And um, you can ask them questions today, I believe. I know. We do our fun free for all Friday segment. So you can log on to Facebook. You can go to the Twin Cities Live page, and then you can ask uh, you can ask us anything. We won't guarantee that we're going to answer it, but we'll answer as much <laughs> as we can. Yes. It's pretty darn fun. Very cool. And you're also, we're going to talk about this coming up in the next hour. Uh, you have um, your 12 Days of Cookies series. Yes. <gasps> it's so good. That's great. I'll tell you more about a few of the highlights and... Um, a Magnolia Network star who's part of my 12 Days of Cookies this year. What? Mm-hmm. Wow. Very, very cool. Okay. I have to, as a TV professional mm-hmm. who is adjacent to um, Amy Robach and TJ Holmes. Adjacent. You're adjacent. I mean, you, you're basically, you know, in the same <laughs> universe as they are. Okay. All right. As I'll radio take that. people, we can, you know, kind of hide away, but they are out there in the public. Um, a year ago, they were let go yeah. from their positions. Which I still think is a racket. Mm, yeah, yeah. In my humble opinion. Well, good. I'm so glad you're here to give your opinion. <laughs> I'm always because, willing to share. Oh, no, it's great because they launched their podcast on Monday, and that was the, the anniversary date of when they were taken off the air. Right. They were taken off the air because they were in a relationship mm-hmm. and they had affairs. On their spouses is what it sounded like. Mm -hmm. And then um, they got together. But what's sort of interesting about it is that they are two consenting adults. Yep. And um, now I will say every person, you know, everybody who's on television. I don't know if you have this in radio, but you you do have a morality clause in your contract. Yeah, we signed one here. So if you make the station look bad, that is grounds for termination for whatever reason. Right. But... You know, and there are rules like, yeah, there's lots of people, though, who are on the air who have maybe had like a messy divorce or maybe they haven't behaved that well. And I think there's certainly more leeway on that now than there was. Mm -hmm. And it would have been different if it was like one of them was harassing the other. I mean, then, of course, you've got a different situation. But this sort of feel it felt a little. um, I don't know. Prudish, maybe? I don't know. It just seemed like a little bit like ABC or you guys are being babies. I think what happened, though, and they they talked about this in their first podcast, they wanted to put out there that they're saying they did not cheat on their spouses, that they were had started divorcing their spouses. The relationships were already over. 
Well, and then they found comfort in each other's arms. <laughs> yes. So they're saying we got fired, just to be clear, not for being adulterers. We got fired because we didn't tell them that we were in a relationship. And that was something we were just supposed to disclose. There are it, clauses in lots of people's employment agreements that sure. say that. So since they were equal, I'm sure that it was like since she wasn't his boss or something, then it was just like it was okay, but they needed to let them know. And they said they were going to tell them in January about it, but it didn't get that far. People took pictures of them. Yeah. They were going on a run or marathoning like they love to do. I know. And he was grabbing her tush. I mean... That you got to be careful of when you're out and about. There's always cameras, especially if you're high level celebrities. I know. Someone's going to be snapping some photos of you into, I don't know. I thought that was a real bad move on their part. But anyway. Yeah, maybe the timing wasn't great. But I do kind of also empathize with the idea of like, okay, so they're in this new relationship. And then when do they tell their employers? Do you have to tell the employer like the first time you're interested in someone? Do you have to tell them after the first date? What if it doesn't work out? What if it doesn't work out? Like, (laughs) do you have to blow up everything? I dated a co-anchor once. Yeah. When I was at my very first job. Sure. And, um, but it was, and, and then we did tell our boss, but it was like, you have to wait a little bit. You have to be like sure yeah, that it's going to be a his thing. Breath is bad, and you decide not to kiss him again. That something. you could do that, right? And then you're like, "Well, that wasn't worth talking about." It is complicated though, dating people at work. I would really advise against it. Yeah, it's just like gets real, real tricky. I'm sure. Yeah, and then if you get in an argument, and then you have to see the coworker. I mean, yeah, you know, married people work together, and they'll say that it's difficult. But like when you're dating, it's just. Because then you might get out of the relationship, but you're not out of the job. So you have to see them. All the time. (laughs) And then you're like, great. It's sweet. This is awesome. (laughs) We all make mistakes like that sometimes. (laughs) I mean, when you're young, especially. Yeah. 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 So um, they're acting like teenagers and they're walking around holding hands. They're like, we're together. Get over it. Yeah. They did a podcast. Then we had the information come out. They couldn't even have a day. It was like six hours, and then page six dropped the bomb that Amy Robach's ex-husband, Andrew Shue, who from was, Melrose Place. Yes, who was on Twin Cities Live once. And I, I walked past him on the street in New York, too, one time, which was very funny. Oh, my gosh. How weird. Yeah, what he's a small really nice. World. He was super nice when he came on the show. Yes. Well, uh, they, uh, he and TJ's ex, um, they're now a couple. Okay, back it up. <laughs> You take that train and you back it up a second. Okay. You're saying that Amy Robach's ex, Andrew Shu, is, is now, now dating TJ... TJ... Oh, what's his last Holmes? name? TJ Holmes's ex. Marilee Feibig. No they, way. They are... A, yeah. Now, they haven't come out and said, yay, we're a couple, but it's we're pretty sure they're a couple. Page six, I mean, is reporting on it. Is that... I don't know. I feel like that's kind of... We're we're sort of delighting in it. That happened with here. um, wasn't it Shania Twain that happened with? Oh, right. Am I speaking out of turn? Didn't no, she, I think you're right. No, Shania Twain's yes, Shania Twain's husband cheated on her with her best friend. Yes, and then Shania Twain ended up with the best friend's ex-husband. Yeah, this is like a thing. This, I mean, they this was embarrassing for them, and I guess they also said on the podcast like. Hey, we had been like with Amy. They didn't say about TJ, but Amy had they had filed for a divorce three months before. 
Okay. But I don't know why they filed for a divorce. Maybe it was because he found out she was having an affair. You know what I mean? Like right. They're like, don't worry, we didn't cheat. And then it seems like Mara Lee was kind of shocked at the news. And all the reports at the time, which it's easy to look up, it was just a year ago, mm-hmm. said that she was blindsided. And it's hard to, for me, the biggest thing was like, she's an attorney. Are you sure you want to... You want to do that, but be just because I would be afraid to, in a divorce, be dealing with an attorney. Well, they obviously knew each other for a long time because page six has a photo of um, Mary Lee mm-hmm. and Andrew Shue with Michael Strahan in 2017. I know. So this is, I mean, I'm, and, and I think that's obviously super common. Like yeah. You're going to know it. And especially like if your spouse works with people generally, yeah. all my coworkers know my husband, like yeah. they all, everybody knows each other. So it's a, this is a juicy development. In the I kind of like this though. It does simplify like holidays for the kids. <laughs> I don't know. It's not that kind of a deal. You're so right. All right. Yes. I okay. Guess. Well, we're going to get out of that dumpster fire and get into something a lot more positive. And that is the 12 days of cookies with Elizabeth from uh, Twin Cities Live.